Welcome back to Breaking It Down with Brandy, Camille, and Katie. And today we have not one, but two guests. They have been the business now for 20 years and have surely seen it all. They have cast indie films, coming-of-age TV shows, and a blockbuster or two. They both do festival indies like Sundance and South by Southwest and would love to give their perspective on how the circuit works. We are so excited to introduce you to Amy Renee and Julia Kim. Yeah! Yes. Thank you for asking us to be here. We're so excited. (laughs) To start things off, can you each tell us what has been your journey to becoming a casting director? Amy, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll try to keep it brief because my journey was long and hard. Whatever it is, the golden road ended great. Um, (laughs) I love my job. But uh, I'm not an actor. And I went to undergrad for art and I got my master's in film theory. Two things that don't really make any money (laughs) and I knew I was always I wanted to work in entertainment and in features um but I didn't I just didn't have a passion to be an editor or a director like I couldn't figure that out so I was like well I paint so I'll paint on people's faces so I was a makeup artist for a really long time and that was kind of like my gateway into production in the Mm. world and I realized I don't like being on set all day like that. Um, So a friend of mine um, was like, well, the acting school I go to is is looking for somebody in the office. And I was like, okay, great. So (laughs) I did that and um, just working there for a couple years, I was the registrar, so I got to see everyone that came through. I got to see people got better, jobs. Fun, Um, that's awesome. Here with community was all about really felt included and so it really like made me love actors in the process and um, after a couple of years there was like you know I've kind of done what I could do here a friend was like oh Jeff Greenberg's looking for interns mm. and this is when you could be an yeah. intern and mm-hmm. not get paid yes. so um, <laughs> I was literally handed a telephone on day one and they're like there you go and it's day one of a network pilot so oh. it's very sink or swim there's no school yeah. for what we do and um, you either love it or hate it and I took the challenge and um, was really taught by like the Harvard professors of casting and you know every actor that would walk in the door would walk by my desk and be like Amy Renee what are you doing here because they all knew me from the acting school and I was like okay I know everybody and then Jeff would come out and be like how do you know all these actors and I'm like oh I know a lot of actors so like it literally was that light bulb moment and then it was just me trying to learn and absorb and hear the terminology that Jeff Mm. would use on the phone or any of the other casting directors I worked for learning like what master lists were what you know checking avails meant what sides were like literally I had like to learn from the ground up because I didn't come from a acting background Mm. and um and now I am my own human casting director (laughs) and I just love my job so I'm here to tell you guys some stuff awesome I I have to to Julia do you have that name where people say your name like Amy, Amy Renee. Renee? Yes, because I love it. it's my first and middle name, and that's what I've always gone by in okay. LA, especially as a makeup artist, because mm. like having three names is so, like, I don't want to call an office and what? be like, Amy Renee, da, da, da. Yeah. So it just, it's shortened to now, it's just Amy Renee. It's and just funny. My mom it has always one of those, is that. Yeah. Where it's always her first and last name. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's funny. It works. Amy Renee, it rolls off the tongue. Julia, tell us about how you got to um, where you are. I born and raised in Los Angeles. Um, also, internship valuable. Even though you don't get paid, you're kind of learning a profession. Sure. So I I don't think that I think it was a great trade off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I actually worked in animation. I I was born like I said, born and raised here. Still does not really help make it easier yeah. to jump into the business. Right. But I, a huge film lover, um, knew that actors were the biggest part of a film that moved me. Mm-hmm. And somehow I retained these actors' names even before I knew a job in casting existed. And I also retained casting directors' names. Like if I was moved by a certain film's performances, I was like, who's behind? I, I was like, oh wow, that person you know, did the casting on that. Yeah. Um, 
and my foray into in the entertainment business was uh, I, biggest pinnacle was working on The Simpsons. I wow. worked on The Simpsons cool. during like the golden years. Brad wow. Bird was there, Rich Moore was there, Jim Reardon, and these wow. are guys behind Wreck It Ralph mm-hmm. and Wally sure. and um, The Incredibles. <laughs> and they walked our hallways. We um, I just worked with all these great talented animators and um, directors from Cal Arts and other very notable um, art schools and but but I was creatively unfulfilled so I in, I answered an internship ad in the Hollywood Reporter and it was um, David Rubin who's a huge casting director mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I jumped in just like Amy did um, <laughs> get on the floor good old-fashioned here's the letter opener start ripping open those headshots <laughs> and that was a great um, educator you know I was like oh okay Gersh oh okay UTA oh okay right. pile A pile B pile C um, and I got to before computers exactly. I mean, wow. like literally, those messengers would just come in with these big bins and plop yeah. them down. And just when I thought I'd finished, I was oh. like, "Oh, here's another pile." <laughs> and then a poor messenger who's in rush hour, just trying to deliver that one last right. shot, you know. Yeah. Um, but those were the days, and um, I, you know, we worked on three very high-profile studio movies that summer, and awesome. I. It was a revolving door of like starstruckness, kind of like mm-hmm. character, the best of the character actors, the best of like, you know, just ingenues. Um, right. So it was, I was, I was hooked. I was, I fell in love and um, he was kind enough to place me in a paying job after he saw that I had a talent for it and a desire for it. And I haven't stopped since. Awesome. That's, wow. awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, what is the first thing that you look on an actor's resume if you look at their resumes? I know we were kind of talking with uh, with Amy here a little earlier where, um, uh, you know, you're talking about headshots. I don't know if you want to jump in and say, is that a thing you do? Is there something Oh, yeah, no, I'm always looking at, like, it, it, mostly it's, like, through submissions or IMDb Pro is my database, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah. So when I'm looking at a resume, I want to just see, like, have you done anything, first of all, you know? Like, first of all, I need your headshot to just look like you. Right. That's mm-hmm. number yep. one. Because most of the times I just need a human that is – similar to what they're asking for that can say the lines in the order that they're written it's really basic (laughs) so you know i'm looking for interesting faces and then when i go to the resume it's like have you done ucb have you done you know improv um i I really like to pull from from theater i like to pull from all different walks of life because what i do is not necessarily just one hour episodic or just half hour comedy it's a lot of times a mix of both so i'm looking for like that varied approach to the way they're looking at their craft right um and then like you know especially when you're looking at a reel it's like i don't need to see 10 short films i just need to see the one scene you're in with john goodman you know what i mean because at least i know that if I put you in a, in a scene with Mark Duplass, you're not going to ask him for his autograph or right. be, like geek out over him. I just need to know that you're going to be professional and show up and you can do the job that I need mm-hmm. you to do. Right. That's funny. Yes. Uh, <laughs> 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 Resumes are important. Um, I do commercial casting as well. So mm-hmm. I, I, I uh, meet a lot of real fresh, um, non-even, non-union or SAC eligible talent. So I think it's really important to be extracurricular as best as possible. And I think that casting directors in general look at that. Like, are you being active? Sure, we're all looking for work. But when you're not working, are you working? Right. Are you you know, honing your craft? Are you part of an ensemble troupe? Are you um, active in classes? Um, are you creating your own content? I mean, in this day and age... We are a business. Yes. Like every actor is now their own business. Right. Yeah. You aren't waiting for opportunities. You're making opportunities, and I want to see that on your resume. And you know, on breakdown, they have this great thing where they allow you to just there slate shot. Yes. Um, because a headshot is very deceptive, as we all know. Mm-hmm. You've got the full hair and makeup and photo session mm-hmm. photo, but I want to see like who you are underneath all that, you know, right. um, fakeness, yeah. for lack of a better word. So yeah. um, slate shots are really important because I like the tonality of a voice. I like to see how your mouth moves when you're 
talking, mm-hmm. yeah. if you're blinking a lot. Like, I mean, just, there's just ticks that aren't evident in a, sh- in a picture. Yeah. So, like, I've noticed actors put multiple headshots, like a bubbly one yeah. or a mm-hmm. normal right. one or, hey, how you doing, a casual <laughs> one. Yeah. I, just, like, I just, I open up everything. And I do (laughs) click open the resume Mm. to see the other pictures because the one that gets submitted is usually the one the agent or the actor deems appropriate for what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. But when I go deeper in, I see another picture that goes, oh, okay, this one is revealing a different something that actually isn't quite what I'm looking for. Or, oh, she's got... I don't know. There's just things that are revealing in all the other shots. So I do encourage multiple pictures on your profile. Mm-hmm. Um, I do Just not 30. Like, no, not I don't, 30. I don't need to see you in the cop uniform, right. in the <laughs> no. doctor's, no. you know, like, but yeah, yeah. suggestive. I mean, and, of a, what, you know, like a body shot, yeah. just something so I can see what you look like. We look, we look to see just mm-hmm. physically what you look like um, below the neck or right. below the shoulder. And then, yeah, just a few, just, a, you know, a serious one, a happy one, where I see some teeth smiling. Like, I mean, literally just give me a rest. Some people post, like, 12, and they look exactly the yeah. same. Right. And really? I'm like, that's not going to help. <laughs> what do you guys think makes a great audition? Preparation. Yeah, being prepared. <laughs> yeah. That's number one. Showing up. Mm-hmm. Um so many times I'll have sessions and people won't come or like Which is the, nuts I, yeah, yeah, no, you all the first person to say that every actor I say this to it's always like well of course you wouldn't do that but then you would be surprised like how many people come and they're not prepared mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and you know not to be an asshole but like I can cuss right oh yes okay. <laughs> that's gonna happen absolutely yes. <laughs> um, no but you know, like, it's my time, too. And mm-hmm. usually with the lower budgets that I work on, if I have a session, I am lucky to get to have that right. session because it usually means, like, somebody's actually paying for me to have a spot for the day. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm very curated. So everyone needs to show up. Everyone needs to be prepared. And at the end of the day, it's like if my director and producer are sitting there and 12 people come in and audition, every single one of them is on point, it makes me look like a rock star. Right. Right. And that's what actors need to understand is like I'm not there to make you nervous if anything I'm there because I'm rooting for you right and like I brought you in because I think you're going to show you know something that I to to the director and producer that's going to knock it out of the park Mm -hmm. right so I think that actors also need to remember that we're rooting for them when they come in for us you're our friend so (laughs) we're we're your friend we're the conduit of like how we can get you to you know the next job Mm -hmm. that you want to do and the audition itself is a win because when I have projects and 500 a thousand people are submitted per role let's say I can see 25 of them in person Mm -hmm. you've already won the lottery right right? Mm -hmm. so do me a favor and you know it may look like it may be like a sad low budget job and you may be like oh whatever but like take it seriously man yeah, right yeah there, there's a reason why I'm doing because you, you take know? it seriously I, and your director clearly, takes it seriously I, yeah, you know what I mean clearly I vetted this project I right. wouldn't be putting my name on it if it wasn't something I be- believed in in one way or another mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so it it's worth your time right to right. come absolutely in. right Julia uh, well, I mean, echo everything you say. Um, I, you know, I mean, I, I, if you're lucky enough to have multiple auditions, um, I, you know, I, I'm very emphatic about getting confirmations. So, I yeah. mean, I know that the flake factor is super mm-hmm. high in this town, believe yeah. it or not. And yeah, everyone is very, um, they're lucky to get that slot. So, right. I, I, I think it's insulting to devalue that you even have this audition mm-hmm. but right. um, then you took it from somebody else right. too, yeah. as, as well you know yeah. yep. show up and be ready yeah um these days self-tape allows us to see who's right quicker mm-hmm. um and then for me i i like to do the self-tape thing maybe first go around because mm. then i get to see a bigger net and then I curate my session based on the self-tapes that I saw and I can work either deeper with them Mm -hmm. or you know that's when we have the callback session Um, but preparedness is key Mm -hmm. I mean like kind of just no excuses be prepared Um, our 
time is valuable, your time is valuable, you're wasting both of ours time if you don't come in prepared. Know what you're coming in for. Um, do a little <laughs> research, like these producers, Google the producers, to, yeah. yeah. See what they're the, what, what other stuff what they've other done. Like, you never know. Yes, yeah. the vibe. What kinds of stuff do they work on? Um, and oh, okay, I see the Google us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> see what kind of projects we work on, and like that can inform you as to your performance and 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 what the tone of the character should be. Yeah. Even if you're totally wrong, it could at least give you some insight mm -hmm. in it. Right. Just yeah, I think it just helps to be as armed with information as possible. It's going to help you as an actor, and um, also commit to a POV. Right. Um, mm. Don't come in floundering and trying to guess what we're looking for or ask like, I mean, pertinent questions. I do get a lot of questions that I think like casting directors would give you as much information as you need right. mm -hmm. to um, nail it. So I find excessive questions just kind of like commit to a POV and let's go. And mm -hmm. then we will work with you to, you know, find what we're looking for and mm -hmm. your win is our win. Yeah. Just to clarify, a POV is a point of view for your people out there that are listening for the first time and, you know, just Aren't starting sure. in this business. Yeah. A POV is a point of view and it makes total sense. Mm. Absolutely. I could agree more. You brought up self-tapes. Um, what are some of the mistakes that you see in self-tapes, whether it's lighting or what are the things that you see that actors are doing over and over again that they really need to fix in their self-tape auditions? Lighting and sound is key. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> we need to see you. We need to hear you. Um, I would watch it just to make sure before you just press send. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, like, backlighting doesn't really help because we can't see your expressions. I mean, mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. Amy and I really need to see what's going on with your eyes and your expression and all the nuances that you are putting forth in your audition. So the technical aspect is really key. Mm -hmm. um, and I think like a little hey how do you do is kind of nice since we don't get to sit in a room and ask you things. Right. Um, so hi, my name is da da da. Give me your you know I'm five six. I you know I weigh this. Um, so you like when people sleep. I do, mm -hmm. and I do like a little like that part sort of in in close enough that I can see you, mm -hmm. and then just pull out a little bit and give me a quick full shot, and then just start your performance and I like a cut between that like it makes me like I like to um it's it helps me suspend reality like the slate is its own thing okay and now cut and now you're going into a character that is oh, always weird exactly. when I'm like hi I'm Amy Renee and then he said this. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, wait, what happened? It's, it does weird. happen it's such I, a quick transition yeah I echo everything she says and just to also say self-tapes are really important for me as mm -hmm. well because like I said a lot of times my budgets are so low I'm not given an office and for me to have an overhead all the time is like great when I'm on a tv show because I can just have like block out three to six right. every day and right. have a session sure. but when I'm doing an indie and it's super specific if I can click on 150 people and and have a whole day to sit there and watch I, I've discovered people that way mm. I've given people probably the opportunity whereas if I was having a, a session I might not have been able to fit them in so they've I've actually seen them when I wouldn't have seen them mm. so it's super important I mean I've had people like literally shoot the whole scene like in a in a woods you know like like they're wow. shooting the movie and I'm like okay guys love the ingenuity <laughs> Definitely a great break from the rest of it. But mostly, I just need, like, your actors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you buy a tripod and a camera on Amazon, 150 bucks, right? Mm -hmm. Have a corner of your apartment that has no dirty dishes. It has no bookshelf where I'm looking at what books you read. <laughs> yeah. right. Just a blank space with a light. And it, it should be just, like, mm -hmm. it should be so easy. It should already be set up. And you can write all that off. On, on your taxes. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't quote me on that, the IRS. But <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a business. So have that stuff ready. And then it's not such a big scramble of like, oh, I don't know. Does yeah. the sound look right? Like, mm -hmm. no. It's yeah. just, it should be just commonplace for right. you so that it's just as easy. Because at the end of the day, it really does give us an opportunity to see so many more people right. and be able to make way, like, do our due diligence, really, yeah. um, with trying to uncover the right actor for the part. Yeah. So. 
Right. Excellent. I do think blank backspace is super important. Like just a sheet or a, yeah. a clutter right. in your home is very distracting and it's super unprofessional. Like I think an actor should have a dedicated space for right. tapes. Yeah. You can just hang a sheet to yeah. like a fitted bed sheet yeah. and yeah. just hang it up. In yeah. one corner. Like mm-hmm. you're, you know, even splurge and buy the nice LED lights that are right. like $25 right. Right. on Amazon. Right. And like mm-hmm. just to have that set up, I just think is, is part of your work right. to like, because I've sure realized it makes you not as nervous to do the self tape. You're just like, okay, I'm here. I'm in my space. I'm ready to go. I go. know what it looks mm-hmm. like. I know what it's right. going to be. And like, mm-hmm. boom, it's in, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And also I say that too, because a lot of our projects may shoot in Atlanta or I shot one that shot in Utah. So like, it's not that I can't have sessions of right. people in person. It's that I literally don't live in the city where I'm casting. <laughs> right, right. So I have to use self tapes mm-hmm. and it also is able for me to be able to, you know, pull people from New York mm-hmm. and, and not have to fly out there and do a session. Sure. So it, it's, you know, it's not just the LA aspect of it. It's like anywhere you're an actor, I think that shit setup should be ready if you're yeah. taking it seriously. I agree. Sure. For sure. When you guys do have the time to have space, when you do call in, whether it be the callback or, yeah. you know, second round, third round, that sort of a thing, um, what are the mistakes in your mind that you see actors making where you're like, oh, I wish, don't do this? Yeah. The only thing that really ever bugs me is when people are like, I'm so sorry I was late. Like, they don't know. They don't know you were stuck in traffic. Trust me, I've covered. Mm-hmm. I've got you covered, you know? And so, like, just any kind of making excuses. But at that point, generally people are like I've given them mm-hmm. all the tools that they need they know the character breakdown they've read the script hopefully at that point right. they know who the the director who is in the room mm-hmm. they know all of that so it does tend to be a little more um less cringe inducing mm-hmm. as far as that um what are your thoughts on that um well I think um well I actually what was the question? <laughs> oh, just, uh, I know that actors make within the audition room. Something uh, that you see in it. We know uh, that you guys already like them prepared, and it sounds mm-hmm. like, obviously, no excuses, which, you know, that was a Nike slogan, well, I so think, I agree. Yeah, no okay. excuses, guys. It's I great. Think, um, when we say, okay, great, and then we give them direction, they just go, uh-huh, uh-huh, got it, got it, and then they do they exactly the same thing. They're not listening to direction. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, really listening. Like, I know there's nerves and mm-hmm. there's different levels of experience, so you just want to be agreeable in the room, but we're giving you, like, con- constructive direction. Right. And I, when an actor's already ahead of my direction, going, uh-huh, uh-huh, I got it. Yeah, I got it. I'm like, no, you don't, because you're not listening. You're not listening to what I'm saying. You're already yeah. just being agreeable to what I'm saying. And then I go, okay, let's do it again. And mm-hmm. they do it exactly the same way. Uh, that really just translates to the bigger picture, like right. how you're going to be on set, yep. mm-hmm. how yeah. you are as an actor, right. how you are as a person. So then I just kind of, you know, jot my little note down. (laughs) It's Um, noted. Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff we do is like film camp. Like, you know, some of my movies are like the location is given or is is where everything's taking place. So everyone's living on the location, eating together, sleeping together, like not really sleeping together. (laughs) I mean some <laughs> but they, I can't have you go and be an asshole there. Right. So yeah. like yeah. you, your your audition is also me seeing like what's your vibe, you know, mm-hmm. and like are you gonna be down? Are you gonna be a diva? Are you gonna cause mm-hmm. problems? Or are you like down to just like get dirty and like make a really yeah. cool indie with really rad people? Like that's what I'm looking for. Right. So that definitely when people walk in the room, if there's any like kind of weirdness or or divaness mm-hmm. or anything like you can pick and I mean diva male and female by the way <laughs> males are just as diva-y yeah. um, so you know it's it's very much like an interview the, just the audition in right. general too and it's like to your point of like when people aren't taking the notes it's like I would rather you say okay let me sit with that for one second I was just about to ask because, that's okay to and, say. and that is okay and and the two or three minutes that you're in that room remember is your time right mm-hmm. there's a chair sitting there say did you want me to sit can I sit ask I don't right. care because most likely it's somebody who came in for a different role right before you and they mm-hmm. sat in a chair so like it's your time I don't need you to ask me like What's the backstory of this baker? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, did you want 13 or a dozen is the line. And, yeah. like, they're asking for a backstory. Like, I don't need those right. kinds yeah. of questions. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, I just made that up. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, ask questions. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm here to help you do the best job possible. So just keep that in mind, too. And we are quite a tight-knit community as casting folks. Mm -hmm. So uh, just the other day, I got a huge casting director that saw I had cast someone that they are thinking of giving Mm -hmm. a recurring to big opportunity for this actress and she was like wanting to pick my brain how right. was she on the thing mm-hmm. that you worked that she worked on for you you know any reports and we share information like that all the time and so it's really important that you have a good reputation because right. amongst us it's going to get talked about yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. or even like if you if it's a a namier person that's on a TV show and we're doing a low budget indie mm-hmm. i'm asking like how are they mm-hmm. are they cool and the producers are asking the producers of the TV show like everyone knows everybody right. so mm-hmm. it's, it's very much yeah, talks like things yeah. like that are talked about yeah um for sure. Especially indies because time is tight. Right. And we just don't have time for nonsense. And we don't nope. want to send somebody that's going to be difficult to already a stressful, like, you know, 25-day right. shoot or 20-day shoot or whatever. These indies really just need somebody that's ready to roll Dig their sleeves up go. and yep. go. Right. You know? And, and be respectful. You know what I mean? Like, be respectful that, like, don't judge the project before you've even done it. Exactly. And another thing is, like, a lot of the projects we do, like, we're giving people their first or second job. Right. So they there is that, like, people coming to us and being like, how were they? Because mm-hmm. they've never really done anything right. before that. So yeah. it is really important to know that. There's spider webs all out yeah. touching yeah. everybody. It's a way, good way to describe it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It really is. So, if you... I love if you could cast anything, past, present, or future, like huge blockbuster to itty-bitty indie, what would it be? Um, I'll just jump in really quick. Go for it. Um, I would have loved to have cast Freaks and Geeks, but I would have oh. done it the same way is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So I admire that <laughs> casting. I admire Moonlight. Um, I think oh, Pose mm-hmm. is amazing that's on right now. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoy doing ensembles and like – the movies that when I would watch when I was younger and then like 10 years later you're like holy shit they're in that movie too. right yeah. right yeah. it happens yeah. a lot in yeah. comedies and like just so like that's the stuff that really gets me excited mm-hmm. those are good ones <laughs> I wish I cast those too <laughs> <laughs> um I oh god I I love so much and mm-hmm. so hard but um I literally was just gonna watch Clockwork Orange for a blip while it was on the mm-hmm. other day I ended up sinking down and watching the whole damn yeah. thing all yeah. over again <laughs> and I'm like wow I just anything Stanley Kubrick did mm-hmm. I know he would have put me through the ringer <laughs> oh, and yeah. I probably wanted to kill him but um so rewarding mm-hmm. because yeah. he cares so much about his product and he didn't churn out a bazillion things he made right. one movie every blue moon and they resonate so deeply in mm-hmm. our culture yeah, today that I say you know like, I just love movies from the 70s. I just yeah. feel like they were rocking it then, yeah. you know? Yeah. Shampoo, Easy Rider, mm-hmm. um, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest, all oh, of that yeah. stuff. Like, they took chances. <laughs> Those actors are still, like, iconic to mm-hmm. this day. Um, there's horror stories, of course, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, but um, thankfully, that landscape is changing as right. far as directors and how they treat actors and mm-hmm. what actors are put through. I, I hope is, you know, they will never have to uh, experience that. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. you know, we as viewers, we didn't know any of that stuff no. and we just enjoy it. So, yeah, that's my answer. I was just watching good. a documentary on um, Saturday Night Fever, right? Was that the name of it? Mm-hmm. That's what we watched the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it was... Um, it was remarkable to watch that movie being made and the risks that they took and how they got it all done and just mm-hmm. exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. I was enthralled with watching it. It was so interesting. And it's so funny yeah. you bring up like Stanley Kubrick because we all at yeah. one point were, we still technically were in the class with a different instructor, but yes. it was our master yeah. class where we would bring in masters and that was one yeah. of the masters that we learned I about. I, uh, um, I reported on him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's just awesome. But yeah. we're yeah. also all like, uh, yes. Yes. yes, we remember <laughs> all those things we heard about. about those, uh, yeah. 
yeah. situations. There's a really cool documentary on Netflix that I accidentally uh, came upon called The Assistant, I think. And mm-hmm. I think it, I saw that. Yeah, it was about Cooper's yeah. assistant yeah. Yeah. and how he dedicated he drew his, his whole, whole life. life. Yeah, to him. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, and, li- and, and it's a really good just Hollywood movie too, yeah. just to see like what the passion of sure. being in it means. Yes. It was very his... rewarding to him. Yeah. I mean, his kids and his wife respected that when Stanley called, this man had to go and he wore many hats. He was in the movie. He was right. He, he was responsible for organizing the archives after Kubrick died. I mm. mean, the man has truly dedicated his life and really kind of not treated that no, not at all. And given yeah, the spotlight right, for what right. he has done, but this documentary, I believe, mm-hmm. did right. So, but talk about loyalty too, which I would say goes to many casting directors and directors' friendships. That like he especially used the same person over and over and over again mm-hmm. to yeah. cast his films, which I feel like a lot of directors do because once they trust you guys, that's the it's goal. Like a friendship, like especially Ellen Lewis with Scorsese, mm-hmm. Lorraine yeah. Mayfield with David Fincher. Like that's my goal. It's like right. if I can have my five a tour directors that I just get to like make a movie with every one to two years, mm-hmm. I'm good. Right. right? Because right. I know what the style is. Like another person I would love to cast for or, or love the casting always is Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. Like just like <laughs> uh, fun. Just just really have flavors right. of what you're what what the directors sure. are doing and just to be able to be that person they come to because Mm -hmm. what we don't get credit for a lot of times is that we are filmmakers we are collaborators we are the like you can't make them get a movie greenlit until you have actors right right and Mm -hmm. a lot of that gets forgotten that that's part of our process and what is kind of because you have the idea on our shoulders of what's gonna yeah we yeah we know who's looking for this or you know who's right for this we watch everything Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we have that knowledge and just like Having a, a collaborator, like a director or producer that respects that from you is just, that's the goal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not only do we watch stuff and say, oh, who'd be right for something, but we work with a lot of first-time filmmakers. Mm-hmm. And just recently somebody asked me, like, could I get a name for my ultra-low budget? And I was like, you know, yeah, well, you know, what What do you mean by name? Right, right. And then the filmmaker is like, well, how much? They don't even, you know, you wouldn't even know how much is an insulting offer or what's appropriate. Right. What do you stand a chance on getting this name? We guide you. Right. And we have the everything. connections of the agents. Are, my coworkers are agents and managers. Mm-hmm. I say that all the time yeah. because they're the people we call and we're like, hey, I got this super rad indie. And, you know, our brand is one thing now. So, like, they know that there's probably a good investment for their people to pay attention to it, whether they say yes or no, it's out of our control. Mm-hmm. But at least we're able to guide those first-time directors on like, hey, these are five rad people that have a name, whatever right. that is in air quotes, you can't see it <laughs> right. in the podcast. But, you know, we can help guide that that direction. Mm-hmm. And then they can kind of, and then, you know, get them reels on people. Or like if they don't know somebody, maybe I, I like to pull from UCB. I go to watch Broadway shows. I'm like always looking for people that are outside the box because a lot of our budgets it's like we can't go to actor x mm-hmm, like but right. let's find somebody that has that essence that's mm-hmm, maybe sure. you know not as well known and so we're we're educating our directors watch this reel watch this inner they have nothing else watch mm-hmm. this interview of how they like what their personality is like mm-hmm. and trying to get them to see how it would mm-hmm. fit into their vision totally i, I mean, love that i had a first-time filmmaker go Right at the height of her girls' tripness, like, oh, what about Tiffany Haddish? Haddish. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, you don't get to have. Tiffany. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. really hard to get. Yeah. yeah. She's already done her first. You don't have directors to, movie. Yeah. That's what another yeah. conversation. Like, I hate sometimes. I feel like such a naysayer, but like we are educating them as well and a lot of times they're producers where mm-hmm. they're coming to us they don't know what most favored nations means they don't know what like billing is a lot of times to yeah. be honest with you so what is most favored nations mean? it's like if the rate <laughs> is the same across the board oh. so like if we're offering 125 dollars a day which is not a crazy rate that would happen on an ultra low mm-hmm. budget movie it's like just knowing that all the people are making Nobody that same. No a one's fa- getting more a, favorable. a more favorable yeah. Yeah. offer something. or anything. So, yeah, we're, we're educating them on those those terminologies, too. I don't know where I was going with that, but I know it was important. <laughs> well, just educating yeah. filmmakers mm. in general that 
that so actors really also have started with first director yes. and director. And so sometimes they like they sorry like yeah. like yes, <laughs> true. there's a great mother role in your project, but a name woman doesn't want to play the mom in the first time like make the movie about the woman mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then right. we can talk about it. Right. So it's sometimes we have to be like no. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it I you know it, it's always like hard for me cuz I'm not trying to crush their vision but at the same time we have a timeline we got to get right. this cast in. Right. So I can't languish I also I can't languish yeah. and right. like, yeah, yeah and like I can't entertain Meryl Streep playing a supporting role mm-hmm. in your ultra low budget movie. I just can't. Right. And a lot of times people bring names to the table that are like that. Yeah. So Because if you don't know, you don't know. And you're like, well, she'll want to be in this. That makes right. sense. This is normal. That's right. my favorite. There's no there's no great roles written for women over 40. So why wouldn't they want to do this? I'm like, it's the mom. <laughs> And she has, like, three scenes. No, she doesn't want to do it. Let's think about the arc. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it could be a cameo, but, like, is there an arc to it? Or Mm -hmm. is it something, if they're, uh, they normally are on, you know, a network TV show, is this something outside the box for them? Right. That they would, they don't need money. So they would be like, oh, this is my opportunity to be, to pop in the festival Mm -hmm. world. For sure. That's the, those are the conversations we're constantly having. Or change their image or. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think you and I have a great track record for that. Like, we have to get creative. Mm-hmm. So we don't always yep. have the dollars to play with. So what right, is it that ever. is going to hook an actor? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a role that they've never played before. We have movies that uh, we've been very fortunate. They've always been at some top-tier festival mm-hmm. or a spirit contender. Mm-hmm. And those are what agents want to deliver. If it's not money, what is it? Right. You know, you've right. done everything else or you're on a successful television show. You want a project for your break, for your hiatus. We want to deliver you a very interesting, unique opportunity with this right. experimental filmmaker yeah. or something. Like, like, we have to have something that's an incentive. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, Julia, we'll start with you. Hmm. What... What hobbies do you have? What interests you when you are not casting? What do you love to do? Um, I like to be physical because mm-hmm. it helps, you know, just my anxieties mm-hmm. and it's just good, you know. So I like to be physical. Um, I live right in the heart of Hollywood. Um, oh, I yeah. walk around a lot with my boyfriend and um, we just really drink in what is kind of really disappearing, which is the flavor of. The whack jobs and freaks and the <laughs> colorfulness yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, it's a great sort of source and inspiration for me to see the cityscape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I enjoy walking around a lot. Um, we don't always walk. Uh, I love nature. Mm-hmm. So, um, you Do you like to hike? Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, we literally walk out our door and we have Bronson Canyon. Mm. We walk through the Hollywood Forever Cemetery a lot, mm-hmm. cool. which is really peaceful and beautiful. Um, I'm a native and I just mm. really love the city. I try to go, where else can I see myself living? Mm. And I always kind of know I'm going to want to come back. Here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What about you, Amy? Um, well, I definitely like to be active too because being chained to a desk is death to me. Yeah. So I do hike. I have dogs. Um, I have a horse that I ride at the equestrian center. So oh, that's so cool. I can go up into Griffith Park on a Tuesday at 10 and just be like, oh my God, there's a deer. You know, yeah. it's just mm-hmm. such a great escape. And then my biggest thing, my husband and I took on, I didn't realize we were taking this on, but we <laughs> bought a house in Joshua Tree that we've been completely gutting awesome. and redoing ourselves. Wow. Um, and that I know how to use a miter saw. I know how to use a table saw. <laughs> like literally, I had to teach my neighbors who were like helping us a lot, and they would come over and want to talk to Stephen about the tools. I'm like, no, 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 no. We need to switch those pronouns. Right. Stephen yes. cooks. I'm the one you're teaching how to do the tools. Right. And so literally, awesome. like digging out our plumbing and putting a new plumb, like all wow. of that. So Whoa. that's been awesome because wow. it not only gets me out of the mindset of like. Sometimes if you're dealing with a really stressful project, it's mm-hmm. like the world is ending. Yeah. And it's so nice to be able to have something else that's like, I need a toilet in my floor. Right. <laughs> and it's like, it yeah. t- 
puts you into real sure. life so you're not so it just doesn't make it all like we're not curing cancer we're making mm-hmm. entertainment and hopefully mm-hmm. we love what we're, we're we're putting all of our energies into mm-hmm. so to get caught up on the shitty parts of, of yeah. that right it's like great to be able to have something that's sure. outside of it that's great we've gotten to the part of the podcast mm-hmm. where we're going to give you some rapid fire questions okay so um name as many as you want and talk about them as long as you want okay first one what is your biggest pet peeve in casting? Julia. <laughs> I'm like, go to Julia. Yeah. <laughs> I have her notes. Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of tips and peeves, but yeah. non-preparedness. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key. Like, you walk in and you're like, you know, scrambling with your sides. You don't know the lines. It's just, you're not doing any yourself a favor in us. Um, mm-hmm. But my recent pet peeve is using a tablet or a phone for your sides. I'm not a big sitting there swiping while you're reading to me. It's unnerving. I prefer, even though I'm environmentally conscious, good old fashioned sides Mm -hmm. um, that have your own notes scribbled on there and it's sort of your Bible. And I prefer having paper versus uh, the gadget. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I agree with all of that. Um, My pet peeve in the world of casting, I think, is that we aren't considered as much of filmmakers as a lot of the other department heads are. And I'm just really trying to educate people on what we do. And thank you for doing this podcast because I think it is helping you guys understand where we fit in in the process. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we're usually left off the bios for film festivals. And she and I both have a pretty good track record if they would look like, okay, who's casting these movies? Mm -hmm. And, you know, just, just having that visibility as to how we are um, we are giving our artistic vision into the process as well. Right. Um, and so that goes along with actors knowing who we are and what we do. Mm-hmm. And knowing, all the time I'll tell actors, like, they're like, well, I really, I'm like, what shows do you like? What shows do you see yourself on? And they'll list them. And I'm like, do you know who casts those shows? Mm-hmm. And so educating yourself on those and finding out if they're doing any classes or if they do, you know, they're doing a speaking engagement or they're on a panel and going to that and hearing what they're saying or looking to see if they're on this podcast and listening to their episode. It's just like that's the homework that we need you guys to be doing because I, like I said at the beginning, I'm not an actor. I can't teach you how to act. Mm -hmm. All I can do is give you the opportunity and hope that you flourish in it. Right. And just knowing Now that you open up the casting Okay. (laughs) I I mean it is a common frustration no matter how accomplished you are that we aren't considered key um, Mm -hmm. you know below the line I mean we are a department head and we are a vital department head so to be kind of not um, you know regarded in the same respect as cinematographers and editors and posers and wardrobe you mm-hmm. know, stylist it's like you need an actor to dress you need an actor to right. shoot you need an actor on screen to edit so um, that's frustrating but also that filmmakers always come to us and say I need help and then they say how much do I need to pay these actors but they never budget in a casting director yeah they never ask us how much <laughs> our rate is Really? I'll, I'll just oh, get blind emails that's like, can you send this offer to John Hamm for me? I literally got this email the other day. And it's like, nowhere in there did you even send the script. Nowhere in there did you say, like, well, what are your have services? This budget for your yeah. service, for your Never. Really? Uh, and then you feel so like, we wow. think we just are giving away free advice. It's, right. Yeah, all yeah. the time. And then when you do bring it up, it's almost like, oh, like it's an uncomfortable <laughs> conversation. Yeah. I'm like, don't go to the dentist and get your tooth pulled and then be like, can I pay you like in two weeks and I'll pay you like in right. two installments right. and like, can you take this instead of what you normally right. charge? Well, like, you don't go no. to a doctor to go, I, I have this funny feeling. Can you check me out and yeah. tell me what it is first <laughs> right. and then I'll yeah. pay you? No. Right. You right. need casting advice. You need casting help. You need our relationships because right. we've accumulated these valuable sure. relationships through our work and we can cut your time more than half mm-hmm. by getting very quick answers. If you, if a filmmaker just approached an agent and said, hi, and make I'm you look so professional. So. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I really am interested in your actor and I have this project I'd love to talk to mm-hmm. you about, Chirp Chirp. We call and say, hey, we have this film on our plate, right. this filmmaker, we are intrigued by them, they are interesting, there's something about them. 
it's script our is great, the role mm-hmm. is whatever. Gets yeah. a quick read, gets a quick answer, pass, no pass. At least we know right. to move on or that there's interest there. And that yeah. costs money. That's yeah. wild. And that's what know, people don't understand is like, you know, yeah. and there's actors that are making their own content, so maybe this can educate them as well. Mm-hmm. Is like what we do is a job. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though it, it doesn't have a clock in and clock out, I'm working from 7.30 a.m. until... 11 o'clock at night right maybe not the whole time no a phone call is but work. a phone yeah. call yeah. is yeah. where it's work an email is work for I'm us on the clock when sure. i make a right. phone call. Sure. right so that yeah. happens it's all like working day. from home or working from like yeah. you might not do it the 17 hours that you're technically working correct yeah you're still working but, but mm-hmm. like to them it's like well how long will that take well you try it. You sure. make that phone call and let me know how quickly you get there. I, I, you know, I know a casting director who said she's always like, uh, you know, the, the director will say, well, what do you think about this character? How would you change it? Would you, do you like this part of the writing? She goes, then before you know it, I'm, I'm writing, I'm yep. helping them do all, change the script around. And, you know, so it's a lot more that you guys do. We're the third person know. to read a script. It's yeah. usually the director, unless they are the writer, mm-hmm. the producer, and then us. Right. Really? Right. I didn't know that. And yeah. so we are really integral in that well, beginning. Well, way at the beginning. Way at right. the beginning. Way, yeah. And I mean, our job ends when they start shooting. And that's mm-hmm. why we get forgotten by the end and the editor is not always great person yeah. right. when they're like help we need this oh, role somebody drops out yeah we help craft a lookbook because I always emphasize if you are an unknown if you're a first you don't have a maker you're nothing or something. but you're you got to dazzle them with your presentation right yeah. so that lookbook needs to be focused you need to show that you are a clear visioned filmmaker because an uh, actor really respects a filmmaker who is very, um, you know, just has a very clear focus on where this character is at. Of course, you know, who depending on who the actor is, they need to be flexible mm-hmm. and bend a little this way, that way, depending on who they ultimately cast. But I think the lookbook and the script just need to be in tip top shape mm-hmm. before we send it out. So yeah. if you're like, Oh, I may, you know, I'm just thinking about another pass at it. Well, don't we're, we only get one shot. At <laughs> yeah, we only right, get one right. shot. They're so not going to wait and again. get that get yeah. that script. Then where yeah, if you sure. don't think it's ready, and the other thing is like, you know, once we get that, usually they want to sit down with the director. Like mm-hmm. we always encourage that. Mm-hmm. If they're interested at all, let them sit. And I need my director to be able to seal that deal. Right. Yeah. To right. pitch them the project the way they got me passionate about it. Because sometimes it may seem very Okay, great on page, mm-hmm. but when you get that director sure. that has that vision, sure. you're like, holy shit, sign yeah. me up, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. so we need those directors to be like that mm-hmm. because that we really are like cheerleading the shit mm-hmm. to the yeah. finish line. Yeah, you know? yeah. sure. Uh, so that was great advice for the directors and getting all that together. Yeah. What's the best advice to actors that you would have? Read the scripts when when they're sent to you. Mm-hmm. Like know who know what you. This is just my aside on it um but know what you want to do if you are so many times actors come to me and they're like i really want to get into the world of indies okay well do your agents and managers know that Mm -hmm. are your agents and managers focusing just on network tv spots and getting you a guest star on a marvel show like are they open to looking at the the world of festival things are you doing your due diligence and finding out who those people are that's what i always say is like Mm -hmm. make sure everyone around you knows what you want to do right Mm -hmm. because no one is waiting no one's waiting for me to give me like I'm not sitting around being like oh there's a job great like yeah, I right. have to go out and get those jobs and same mm-hmm. for actors it's like tell people what you want and that stuff will come to you that's my mm-hmm. biggest advice mm-hmm. with that the actor <laughs> um I mean, it's, that's a broad question. How you can be as specific as long mm-hmm. as short as you want. I mean, we call them rapid like fire how questions. Best but to prepare. What what was what, like you talk? I think what just if you were to give advice to every actor out there, mm-hmm. what would that be? Would would it be make sure your picture looks like you? Yeah. Or I mean, there there are some well, general ones. Okay. Or it could be about, about the industry about or whatever. Yeah. I yeah. can play anything because you can't. Mm. Okay. Yes, you're an actor. <laughs> yes, you can play things that are not close mm-hmm. to you and you can, you know, suspend reality and be something else, but you can't play everything. So know mm-hmm. who you are as an actor. Right. Um, you know, I think it's great to be comedic and dramatic, um, and a lot of people are great at both. And I think 
comedic actors really make great dramatic actors mm -hmm. like um, um, uh, the the woman that was just in that uh, uh, Melissa uh, McCarthy. Yes. That wow, that's true. Yeah. How did you follow <laughs> that? I was like, she's wow. going to say Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it was where yeah. she was yes. that the writer, know, forger, yes. writer, yes. character. Yes. Like, she yeah. acted in that dramatic. Yeah. I'm sorry, role. can you ever forgive yeah. me? Yeah, can you ever forgive me? Sorry, yeah. Yeah. even that Saint Vincent movie where she played that like straight laced character, and you're like, oh damn, she's good. And the really, you know, there's that beautiful being able to kind of be both, but those are veteran actors who've really, you know, had lots of time right. to get there. Right. Yeah. So I think in the beginning, I think it's really important to be focused on what, what kind of actor you are and and it's okay to figure it out right. and play around and be in a comedic troupe, mm -hmm. be, you know, do a dramatic scene, see what works and what feels right to mm -hmm. you and um, just You'll, it's a it's a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you need to know who you are, yes. and then we can see clearly. Yeah, and it's not right. like the type or whatever. Right. But like the example I always give is like Cameron Diaz didn't start her career with being John Malkovich. Like right. I can't imagine she was the 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 ideal person for that role because mm -hmm. right. it's such a chameleon role. But she played the hot girl. She did the mask. Yeah. She did yeah. all of those. Yep. And she yeah. did them. There's something about Mary, and she did all that shit really, really, really mm -hmm. well. Yeah. And Angels. then somebody was ready to be like, oh, okay, that's outside the box. I don't know what her process was right. and how she got the job. Right. But it's the example I always use. Yeah. Like, yes, I understand you want to really dig in. But you're super cute and perky, and mm -hmm. you have like glitter in your hair. Like, right. you're playing the perky best friend right, right now. Right. Do you know what right. I mean? But don't fight who you don't are. Don't fight yeah. who like, you there are. There are arch yeah. archetypes and stereotype type. You know, like sometimes just accept that you are, and they're all and like do great, for. and they're you're going to do yeah. great at that, yeah. and then you build on that, right. and then people give right. you the opportunities to step outside That's that right. box. Yes, yeah. and like right. to go back to Melissa McCarthy too. She started as like the best friend in Gilmore Girls. Like she wasn't this like huge outrageous. Her character's super sweet and funny, but she literally plays the best friend mm -hmm. on that show. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And yeah. she did that for forever. And then undervalue yeah. the best friend role, either. right? Yeah, so favorite. I mean, it can <laughs> pop in anything, really, exactly. mm -hmm. if you just make it your own and do something unique, and uh, like it, you will be recognized. Right. Right. Yeah. right. That's one thing too, and I know you guys have said this before, but making a choice in an audition mm -hmm. is all I need you to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like. I, I just don't be boring, even if it's the wrong one. Right. I yep. at least I'm like, oh, thank you for thinking of something. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was completely right. wrong. Right. Yeah. Well, let's see what we can do here. Sure. Right. You know, Love like that, that yeah. is much better than just coming in and being like, ma, ma, ma. It shows you thought about it. Well, yeah. and I think most you know most actors, um, from what we've heard from casting, is uh, they come in and they give the plain Jane audition that everybody else is going to do. So it's nice when somebody makes a choice and it's, it wakes us up. Yeah. 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 Right, like it's like a shot of caffeine, and I'm right. like, holy shit, because I don't read with actors. I yeah. always have an actor that reads with them, mm -hmm. so usually I'm very unassuming, and I'm sitting in the back, and people don't even really realize that I'm the casting director. Right. I get this all the time. They're like, it was just a room full of assistants. I'm like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I was sitting there. I'm just quiet in the corner. That's so awesome. when I'm like quietly typing, and all of a sudden somebody catches me, I'm like, Oh, because I'm always paying attention mm -hmm, to what's right. going on. Mm -hmm. But when somebody like wakes me up, I'm like, oh, what did they do different? Right, right. You know, what know. was right. that 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 woke me out of that? Like <laughs> I've heard this fifty times today, coma. Mm -hmm. You right, know, right. right. Um, I do commercials and and uh, theatrical, and so for the actors that are fairly new mm -hmm. and haven't experienced one room or the other, theatrical is great because we really do curate our sessions and um, the creative people, the producing directors are there to give you their time because the right. role is very, you know, um, fully developed and, and, and it's like we need the best people for the role. Commercials, it's more about volume. Mm -hmm. So I see a lot of people, and then the people that even come to the callback, there's like two parties that make the callback decisions. It's the um, the advertising, well, the ad, yeah, the ad agency, yeah. mm -hmm. right, who's servicing the client, the product, and then the director who sort of sees maybe a different way, out of the box way to present this very kind of obvious commercial. Right. Mm -hmm. So I we call it an all back. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> basically, oh wow, they just basically called everybody. Yeah. We, we make two columns and I try to see who, who the common actors right. are that the two parties, and then when there's very few, I'm like, we're in for a really long day because <laughs> the director's seeing things one way and the ad agency's uh, seeing yeah. things one way. So we basically have a long day where the director's super annoyed because he's already made up his mind what kind of commercial he right. wants to yep. make. But it's mm. not his choice ultimately because mm-hmm. the ad agency is servicing, you know, yeah. everything else like yeah. Hostess mm-hmm. or Coca Cola or right. Bud Light, and they win. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So um, and haul back. It's, it's they are all on their computers. Mm-hmm. When you walk in in callback room, all the ad agency people have multiple ads that they're servicing, whether it's just starting out or they're t- finishing up and they're in post production. So they're not paying attention. Like, and I'll see actors go, "Hi, y'all. How are you?" You know, everybody having a good day. Nothing. Right? Oh yeah, just, it's painful. You just come yeah. in. You gotta just do your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're yeah. not there to chit chat. You're not right. there to make friends. They will pay attention to you when you give them a reason mm. because you are probably the thirtieth person in the room or even the first person in the room. Whatever it is, it's a long ass day, and they're not there to be friendly and nice to you. They're there to get a job done. So until you do something that makes them stop typing on their keys, right, and look up and go, oh, well, this person did it a little different than the rest of them. Oh, this person has a unique spin on this very like same thing we've heard fifty times uh-huh, today. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to you to come in and 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 take a chance like mm-hmm. have a very strong point of view and commit to what you decided you're going to do and then the director usually puts his computer down and goes okay I really like what you did there but it's not right or it's a little off right I'm going to tweak you and I'm going to help you get mm-hmm. there right now but if you kind of just come in and do it the humdrum way you're going to be like in and out right mm-hmm. right Right. And also, like, so many times people will say to their um, agents, like, they'll, I'll give them an audition and they'll be like, I'm not, I'm not anything that's in this mm-hmm. character oh, yeah. description. And I'll be like, that's why I'm bringing you <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Because there's something about what I've seen in, maybe you've come in for me for something mm-hmm. else and I've made a note about mm-hmm. how great you were at this, this, or this. Right. And I'm thinking ahead saying, like, Oh, that's fresh. They're going to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. That's going to wake right. them up. Mm-hmm. Even if my choice is wrong, at least I'm giving them flavor. Exactly. That's what we to play around and experiment. And like with diversity and inclusion being a mm-hmm. huge factor these days, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's probably less of a situation where there's one, you know, Latinx person in the waiting room and everyone else is white. But right. even so, it's because you embody something that may still be right for this character and we want to play around and try it out at this at yeah. this stage, yeah absolutely. you know mm-hmm. absolutely. so um yeah we get a lot of that we get a lot of like i don't know why they picked me because right. i was in mm-hmm. a room full of blonde pretty girls and mm. i was the only one with like this going on you know yeah. and you're like well that was intentional <laughs> that yeah. was intentional yeah. so was, just you're the wild trust, card <laughs> to trust that and it may be the, you may not like nobody may be alike there may mm-hmm. be seven people that are all completely different mm-hmm. that's exciting yeah, so yeah. just yeah. know that there's Embrace a race that you're the there's a one purpose in the <laughs> yeah. why you're there yeah. and we want you to do what you do mm-hmm. right? so don't try to play it the way a blonde mm-hmm. you right. know mm-hmm. blue eyed girl would play it right. if you're not that like you it makes only one you it's super important sure so, you want to do that? So, we were saying before, um, so what is the best way to contact you ladies if an actor wanted to just get in front of you? Like, do you do social media? Do you do postcards? So you like postcards. Yeah, yeah email. I'm totally green, so mm-hmm. I'm on the socials, Amy Renee Casting, Facebook, shoot me a message there if you're yeah. in a, if you're doing a, a UCB show or something, mm-hmm. like... Also, I'm always, I love it when you're like, hey, will you come to my show? And also, I'll comp you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not yeah. just like, hey, I, I want to come to see things, but I also, like, don't want to spend. Can't go broke. Yeah, I can't go <laughs> right. So, like, just, yeah. you know, and, and, being, and, and then the, the other thing is just do the self-tape when I ask you to self-tape and come into the audition when I want you to come into right. the audition. That's, like, th- that's my bare bones. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> And for you? Um, I'm pretty accessible. Um, I My email is on IMDb, and... Um, uh, I am, yeah, I don't do any social media. No social media now. Good to know. Um, just don't need another thing on my page. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's fair. That's fair. But, um, I, I think 
were pretty accessible. Yeah. Not that hard to People find. People find us find somehow. So, right. yeah, my inbox is always filled with random people from different countries. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Finding out. So, I think the smart actor will know how to find us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and um, that's Well, you both have great websites. I looked yeah. at those beforehand mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, they're so, like, nicely like organized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do a great job. Yeah. 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 I saw them and I was like, oh, man. Shout out to them. <laughs> Is there anything else you ladies want to plug before or talk like, about or yeah. anything that we didn't bring up that you really wanted to get across? Or upcoming today? like projects or anything? Yeah. yeah. Anything um, fun? Oh, well, I would like to plug something mm-hmm. that yes. I created called Invasion LA because mm-hmm. um, I'm Korean American and I do understand sort of the cultural differences between like actors who are just coming over from Asia that mm-hmm. want to break into Hollywood or. Um, immigrant parents who have young kids that show an interest in performing and they don't really know how to navigate. It's a very daunting thing to navigate Hollywood. Like there's the terminologies. Do I look into the camera? Do I look Mm -hmm. at what, like what are sides? How do I, do I pay for an agent? You know, things, the do's and don'ts. And we read about all the fraudulent behavior and all Mm -hmm. that. So that is one of the things that I wanted to educate people who show an interest in the Asian community. Is there a website for that? Yes. Yes. And Uh, what's the website? InvasionLA.com. Great. And it's also through casting by Julia Kim. Dot com. There's a little link. Thing. Yeah. Oh, link great. To that. Yeah. So it's like a one. I could do. Uh, you know, I've done groups. I've done one-on-one consultations. Mm-hmm. Sort of like, you know, culturally in Asia, a headshot is very different right. than here. Like, do I wear this much makeup? Mm-hmm. Do I change my name? That, you know, is difficult to pronounce. Sure. Um, just, just basic Hollywood prep because it's just a big landscape. And as opportunities present itself more for the Asian community to yeah. have to be ready. It's not just enough to be Asian. You have to be good. Right. So um, it helps Amy and I when there's better actors to choose from. Mm-hmm. I love that, Julia. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah that's super cool. I love that. I didn't yeah. realize that. That's really cool. Learning new things. Yeah. Send me your Asians. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's awesome. <laughs> well, on that that's note. Awesome. <laughs> Anything else? Um, no, thank you yeah. so much. Perfect. For thank you, ladies. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. See you next time. Yeah. And don't forget to share and subscribe for more great content.